Hello, hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. I uh, hope you're all awesome and well. Good to see a few of you on this morning. Justin uh, is there already. Good to see you, mate. Alex, Sunny Cairns. <laughs> morning, Alison. Yeah, not in my uh, normal office today, out and about. Down in my wife's office today. So uh, if all of the uh, audio is a little bit uh, janky, then uh, there you go. Morning, Brad. Morning, uh, Adrian. Good to see you, mate. Good to have you on this morning, folks. Do some uh, warm-ups while we're here or just a little bit of intros. For most of you, you already know all of this. But if you are new and you're somehow popping by and saying hello, um, Jason Witten's my name. Welcome to a Wealth Coffee Chat where we hang out in the morning, about 10 past eight each workday. Have a coffee, talk about the world of property investing and see if there's anything out there. There we go, that might, that might be a bit better. Uh, see if there's anything out there we need to pay attention to or ignore, really, at the end of the day when it comes to uh, property investing because often the media love to carry on like a bunch of pork chops uh, and uh, they like the idea of uh, clickbait. They like the idea of getting your attention, even if it's not real, even if it's uh, a half-truth or even a full-out lie or <laughs> complete rubbish or malarkey. They don't mind uh, getting you clicking on things and reading stuff that, uh, you know, let's say might not be uh, that good for you. So uh, this morning we might talk about a couple of these things. They are real, but are they really something to worry about um, as a property investor? So we're going to have a bit of a chat about that, which is uh, which is interesting. So, hey, good morning, Adrian. Tim, hope you're well, mate. And uh, Nerida, good morning. Good to see you, Nerida. Haven't seen you for a while. Anyway, on live or even in person. Hope life's doing well for you. So, folks, there are three things at the moment uh, down in good old Melbourne, uh, or Victoria, let's say, but in uh, Melbourne uh, um, specifically, that uh, a little bit, uh, how's it going? A little bit interesting when it comes to the world of property investing. Uh, and, uh, you know, these things uh, are concerning a few um, a few property investors or some people are maybe uh, making a little bit of noise about it. Um, so what are they? Tell me in the chat, do you guys know? Do you guys know there's three things, there's three uh, things that the Victorian government has done that, uh, you know, that a few people have picked up on um, and... Uh, are saying things like it's not worth investing in Melbourne anymore because of these things. Now, let's check in on that. Let's check in and see if that's for real. Who knows what they are? Does anyone know what they are? Chuck them in the chat for me if you do. Uh, they're provided kindly by our number one menace. The number one menace uh, that's uh, the number one menace who stomps around financially with very little understanding um, often is a, a politician or multiple politicians, but who knows what they are? Does anyone know three things that the Victorian government ha has done when it's come to property um, and uh, um, there's actually there's actually a few anyway. Uh, I'm going to put four in there, but three right now for us as property investors. All right, number one. So this is uh, Melbourne right now. So land tax. They've increased 
the land tax uh, amount or reduce the threshold or, or, or whatever the calculation might be. But on average, uh, an, an investor will pay more land tax now in Melbourne than before. Okay, land tax, boom, exactly. Uh, number two, does anyone know what it is? Uh, you're going to be charged if you leave a rental property vacant. Now, uh, this is an interesting one. I might check in on this. Uh, you're going to be charged a 1% uh, vacancy. How's that shit? Hey? They're going to wander around going, oh, that one's vacant. We need to charge this person. Hey? Um one percent vacancy now i i don't know about you folks but like seriously the cost of implementing this um you know to track all these people who've got a property vacant how long is it vacant you know what's the rules you know like this is crazy stupid bullshit anyway i think it's fool's gold uh and uh to be honest quite a grotty grab for a bunch of uh inept politicians uh well one or two anyway um that uh really at the end of the day has has stuffed up and now wants to make you and I uh, pay for it. What a fucking joke. Anyway, um, <clears throat> 1% vacancy. So if a property is left vacant, they're going to charge you 1% of, the, uh, 1% of the value of the property, okay? And the last but not least is that, uh, um, the last but not least, they're going to charge a, or you, you'll have to put, uh, you'll have to give them, how's that shit? Uh, you know, you have to give the government 7.5%. How, just like complete and absolute highway fucking robbery, eh? Like, just like, hang on, hang on. Um, you know what? Yeah, we've just made up our mind now that if you, uh, if you short term let, um, if you short term let a property as a private landlord, uh, we want a big piece of that action. We want, we want a, that. We want some of that action. All right, you know how dare you? How dare you make money? Um, what a bunch of asswipes, hey? Okay, well there you go. That's what's going on. Um, now, uh, is it something that we have to like? Oh well, that's it. Fucking never investing in that shit all again. You know, blah blah blah. Now, some people might react like that, and I did hear one or two property commentators saying that. Uh, I think that's a bit of an overreaction, to be quite honest. Um, let's quantify this for you and I. Let's quantify it. Let's quantify this problem in reality and see what it means. Now, from uh, from what I saw just recently, um, the land tax bill on average will be $950 more for each landlord. Now, is that the end of the world? No, I don't think so. Uh, and if you, if I was you and you were me, uh, what would you be doing? What happens, unfortunately, this becomes now inflationary. Now those idiots are going, oh, why doesn't this inflation stop? Because you nitwits, you know, are either spending money that you don't have uh, or you're charging people you shouldn't be. And what do they do? What do you and I do as property investors? You know, that $950, you're going to just take that on the chin, you know? Um, no, I'm not. I can tell you that right now. Uh, what am I going to do? Yep, the rents go up. Exactly, Alex. What a bunch of fucking muppets. Anyway, so there you go. So you and I, um, as investors, that that's probably the true cost of this one. If you're if you're renting your property uh, in a regular way, then some more land tax. Now, is that the end of the world? No, you're going to put the rents up. 
Um, you're not going to put them down later on. Um, there you go. All right. So it's, it for me, it's 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 nothing to be concerned about. Is it annoying? Yes. Is it a pain in the ass? Yes. The thing that we should have been concerned about is you know the greens stumping around like a bunch of sport little brats. Um, you know, saying oh let's you know let's pause the rents. You know what a fucking bunch of muppets they are too. Anyway, so anyway, uh, I better not get too uh, in the politics weeds. The next one, unpresent vacancy. Um, well, I mean, shit, you know, this is pretty pretty straightforward. You go, okay, what are the facts here? Where, where are we at, ladies and gents, property investors? One uh, percent vacancy. All right, so the vacancy rate, uh, the vacancy um, for you as a property investor, is that a benefit? No, it's not. So is it really going to affect us? We want our properties rented out the whole time. Um, so it's, that's really not going to affect us materially. Is this 1% vacancy rate going to protect us, affect us? No, not really. And, um, you know, this short let one. Now, this one might uh, might affect a few of us, might affect a couple of uh, investors. Again, what would you do? What do we do? You know what I'd do? I would, I'm going to put on the bill uh, 7.5% fee that the government's charging me. So you have to pay it. <laughs> like, the end of the day, they're Muppets. Anyway, so that's what's going on. There is another thing that happened, folks, um, down in Melbourne called the windfall tax. Uh, windfall. Um, windfall tax. And also, um, that's the CGT thing. Uh, and also the the vacant land tax so that's where there's sort of this vacant undeveloped thing uh there's an extension on this when it comes to developers and land bankers you know there's this kind of idea that you know uh we'll we'll put a tax on developers not developing land and when they get a windfall which is a which is a redevelopment or a rezoning uplift we want to we want to double tax that again absolutely fucking oh i don't know just brain dead How's that going to help the supply in Melbourne, right? Because here's the drill. Here's the drill. Uh, there's some really positive things that, that are going to happen in Victoria and Melbourne um, that, that they're just they're shooting themselves in the foot. There's a, a short-term grotty grab um, without any vision or strategy or tactics for the future. Absolute fucking muppets. Anyway, uh, Adrian, um, uh, there's a vacancy... Um, there's a vacancy. They're they're proposing to say, okay, if your property is vacant and you should be renting it, um, we're going to charge you a vacancy fee of one percent of the value of the property. Fucking hell! Isn't that ludicrous? Hey, isn't that ludicrous? I own something. I pay for it. It's all mine, and I can do what I fuck I want with it. And now you want to charge me for not doing something? You know what? Anyway, anyway. You know, what What if it's a holiday home? Anyway, there you go. Again, Muppets. Uh, and again, you know, how do they How do they enforce that? How do they, um, yeah, exactly, Adrian. You know, how do they enforce that? How do they track it? I think it'll be a disaster, to be honest, um, you know, uh, trying to enforce it. But anyway, uh, there you go. So what's going on? Well, there's a lot going on because the population of Melbourne uh, is going to increase pretty significantly. And, um, you know, uh, they're going to need a lot of properties. Uh, I don't think with all of these initiatives that uh, they're going to um, encourage developers to get cracking on this stuff, you know. So 
it's going to be a little bit more interesting to see what happens there. You know, uh, the uh, Victorian state itself, attractive for overseas uh, immigration or migration. So it's going up. You know, the, the predicted population increase for Melbourne uh, is bigger than uh, bigger than Sydney. So Melbourne's on track to be the biggest city in Australia. You know, what's that going to bring? Uh, eventually, all of this madness will, will sort of, you know, sort itself out over the next, you know, three to five to eight years. There you go. Melbourne, Melbourne's still a great place to invest. And what happens right now, folks, is all of this uncertainty keeps some prices and Melbourne, Melbourne's still going up in value. But, you know, in comparison, there's a little bit of uncertainty. So it keeps the prices a little bit sharper, you know. Um, and um, for you and I as investors, you know, in comparison, maybe Melbourne uh, presents very good value uh, in the short-term purchase and its medium to long-term outlook um, will is, is excellent, right? So, you know, let's have a think about that. You know, the rents are still going up. Uh, no shit, Dick Tracy. You know, the rents this year up, um, you know, 17%, you know, under a percent vacancy rate. Mind-blowing, folks. Just check that out. Like, check out the big, um, you know, the the um, the big three or four cities in Australia, you know, Brisbane, 0.4, Melbourne, 0.8, 0.7. Like, like, these are ludicrous numbers, ludicrous numbers, like insane. Um, you know, a 0.8 vacancy rate. You know, and their and their their trick is to kick kick the shit out of some you know uh, everyday Aussies to try and um, you know make them sell their properties, and they're going to be purchased by an owner occupier anyway. Like, here's what's going to happen, right? The investor gets out of town, right? There's not another investor lining up around the block to buy their properties, you know, and so then it gets purchased by an owner occupier, and what have they done, folks? What have they done? They've they've they they done the complete opposite to what they wanted to do. They like, hey, here's a here's a drill. Let's let's stick one into the investors, and then they'll then then you know they'll put their property on the market um, and and get it get it going. No, a couple of unfortunately unsophisticated, unorganised, unfinancial investors, quite quite a few, are selling their properties, first home buyers, snapping them up, and then there's less. Uh, properties to rent in the market anyway. Ludicrous. Uh, there you go. You know my opinion on that one. That's what's going on. Is it still worth buying in Melbourne? The answer is yes. Bloody oath it is, folks. Um, 100% it is. Now, short term, there might be some, you know, rearrangement and some malarkey and whatever, you know, but you're not a short term investor. And, you know, the value is, is there. The value is there today for purchasing. It's there in the future for growth and value. Um, so don't be worried too much about, you know, these idiots carrying on like pork chops. Uh, most of it has little to no effect, maybe a $1,000 effect on us as property investors. Uh, and fortunately and unfortunately, both at the same time, that cost gets passed on uh, to renters. I'm not going to wear it. You're not going to wear it. Um, it'll take 12 months to pass on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, ding dong, the witch is dead. Um Oh, Dan's gone and hopefully uh, life might uh, become, you know, rational again. Who knows? Who knows? Fingers crossed, eh? All right, there you go, folks. That's it for me. Uh, wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Uh, wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Yeah, it's interesting, Alison. You know, so it, we're seeing Melbourne 
uh, a little suppressed in 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 its growth because of these uncertainties compared to you know places like Brisbane and Sydney and Perth. Um, still getting growth, still getting growth. Um, so um, you know, I think you know from a purchasing point of view, uh, you're probably going to have a window maybe of the next 12, 18 months um, of maybe buying a little bit better, the same quality for you know um, for a bit better money um, in Melbourne. Um, but uh, I don't think that'll last long. To be honest, it's not going to last long because um, Melbourne's a good town. Let's face it. Uh, you know, I love going to Melbourne. So, so do a lot of people, and uh, it uh, it's a good place to live. All right, folks, that's it. Done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. You guys be good. Join me again next week. You guys know the drill. We'll be uh, we'll be at it again uh, at uh, ten past ish, eight ish, something like that during the week. Uh, if you're up for it, come and hang out. Have an awesome weekend, folks. You guys be good. Stay well. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time. Don't be uh, distracted by media and politicians. Um, find out the facts and uh, navigate your way through. That's the drill. All right, folks. Adios. Take care. Be good. Bye for now.